the college football experience, USC Trojans, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N. Let it ride, baby. Kobe swinging database dead, aka pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> We are talking Trojan football. And this guy, he might be, uh, he's probably wondering right now uh, if you had, if you haven't heard him coughing, if you haven't been watching on YouTube, he has a few, few coughs there, but uh, he's I probably, mean, I don't know if it's an indication of what's going to happen with USC oh, season here, but oh. I got beer coming out of my nose to start this episode. Pa- Patty so. C we're 30 seconds into the show and he's like, Look, I mean, that's just the break sometimes, you know. Sometimes maybe right. good, sometimes maybe shit. That, that could be a great omen. You get beer coming out your nose, you know, <laughs> good things are happening usually. Well, a lot of USC fans might have had beer coming out their nose when Lincoln Riley announced he was not going to LSU and he's staying at Oklahoma and then he dips out for Southern Cal. Uh, I am joined by my co host. Give it up for Farmer. Former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling a dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, very, very appropriate. Patty C, holy Toledo, what is happening? With Southern Cal, I think you can go ahead and say this team probably took the most headlines in the offseason because they hired Lincoln Riley. They gave him like they bought his house at a crazy rate in Norman, Oklahoma, which is crazy because his mansion in Norman, Oklahoma is probably only worth like 200k. <laughs> and then they uh, they bought they got him a they bought him a house in the Palisades here, right on the fringe of Malibu. Like 17 mil, 17 mil, 17 bedrooms. I don't know. The thing's got a moat. All right. <laughs> right. Come on. Just crazy. The Lincoln Riley castle. He's living next to Burt Reynolds's estate. There you go. <laughs> rest, rest in paradise. Yes, Bert. Rest in paradise to the legend, but holy hell. And then 
And then they announced that uh, they are joining the Big Ten because they want to rekindle that rivalry with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Oh, Patty C. Longstanding. What rivals. the hell is happening here? Um, I mean, let's let's start first with Lincoln. What do you make of Lincoln Riley? You look at, uh, hey, fifty-five and ten in five years at at Oklahoma. Not bad. Not bad. I would say that's an understatement. Is this the home run hire that's going to bring Trojan football back? See, I was on board thinking, yeah, but then they joined the Big Ten, and I thought, well, I mean, how many memes, great internet memes about them playing at Iowa in November? Uh, and you know, there's yeah. been a lot of fun. I mean, between, <clears throat> I guess, them getting Lincoln Riley, which was exciting at the time. Let's even as a fan, even as a not really a fan of USC, like I'll be honest, USC's a. a, a a very cool team. They're one of the coolest teams in terms of what they can do. Yeah. Their upside. OJ you know, Simpson. Great stuff. Yeah. yeah. OJ Simpson. Was, you know, he's, he's super really cool. cool yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but no, I just mean in terms of like, I know, like Naked Gun. They got great kids. <laughs> <laughs> I like all three Naked Guns. Sure. They're on. They're on often well, at my what's house. What's his uh, What's his character in that? Uh, Norberg. Norberg. Shout yeah. out to Norberg. <laughs> Look, give Norberg a Heisman Trophy already. <laughs> Uh, give that man a if if OJ can't have it, give it to Norberg. Yeah. Uh, what right. the fuck? Can are we, we get a about? statue of OJ Simpson on one side and Todd Moranovich doing a line of blow on the other side? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Look, USC just, is fun, isn't these it? These are dreams. No, I do dig them. I, I I mean, look, I dig the higher. I, I shouldn't say I dig them. I'm not a USC football fan, but yeah. I understand they've had the most draft picks in NFL history. They are a. They are you the, can argue them as the greatest college football f- team ever. The quintessential sexy football team, along with what your your Miamis, your Texases, your East Carolina, ECUs. Yeah. I mean, they have all the cat, all the <laughs> glitz and glamour. But it is you know it, annoying a little bit that they were able to take Oklahoma's coach uh, as a fan, just because it's like okay, you, you know, you're just robbing another great program. But that just shows you the level that USC is. Or maybe the landscape of Oklahoma going to the SEC and Lincoln Riley well, not wanting that smoke. Well, now that you could argue the Big Ten's going to be harder than the SEC, That's I don't know. True. I mean, I saw that Lincoln Riley basically was in four conferences in like the matter of a few weeks or a, a year. Big Twelve. He was in the Big Twelve. Then they switched. They're going to go to the SEC. SEC. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to the Pac-12." They're like, "Nope, you're in the Big Ten. <laughs> I think that move to the Big Ten, short-term relief. I don't know long-term if that was the smartest thing. Mm, to move to the pack uh, uh, to the big 10 for, for USC. USC. Um, in what way would it have been a relief? You know, well, financially, financially, it's going to, it's going to fill the void here. I think for like the next five, 10 years and get them on par with the other schools, but long-term. Yeah. You're not going to have many more conference championships. You know, you got to, I think State. it's, I think it's a much harder, like the fact that they're the lone them and UCLA, the lone West coast teams. Uh, even though I, I do think the PAC 12 was underrated as a football conference nationally, but I still think when you talk about USC, going to Iowa, going to Minnesota, they're not going to get any home cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I also just wonder, I think if, if the PAC 10 or whatever, who knows what's going to become of that. But if, if San Diego state is, is invited to the PAC 10 or if it's the big 12 or whatever, and they're a power five. Long term, oh yeah, they. Could be I think that could be foot. that could be dangerous because, uh, I just think there's a selling point of saying, uh, "Hey, we're gonna play along the Pacific." 
your family will be able to come to all these games. And guess what? We're going to be in decent weather. We're not going to be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. You know, what you know really what I mean? hurts like, San Diego state. What's that? The pro teams leaving. I mean, because really, I guess San Diego is a, doesn't have as much, you know, I would argue it helps them because from a fan input, maybe, yeah. maybe, but I think there is something to be said for the cachet of like, you know, having it for Sanford and Cal, you know, you got all those pro teams up there. It's like, although they don't really have their fan bases that they don't have that area. You know, they only have one pro team there now. Who's that? I mean, football, the, the Bay area. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Raiders are in Vegas. They lost all that. All I'm saying though is San Diego kind of Sacramento surge left <laughs> right. the world league. San, San Diego seems like a, uh, a, a, a town that can't, can't keep its sports going. It's not, it doesn't seem like a sports town anymore. I'd and say so, the Padres are making a statement that it's a sports town. Okay. One, one team though. Um, so what I'm saying though is San Diego has a little bit of a, a ways to go to before they can convince Southern California that they're the hot spot to go to for sports. I just think if they're invited and they have a, a invite and they get in and they can use that against a uh, potential UCLA or U- USC recruit of saying, Hey, oh, I think UCLA is the one that's going to uh, get hit by that. They'll uh, be both true. Competing. USC's brand is USC's brand. But yeah. anyway, it'll be interesting to why I actually think it sucks for college football. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I thought that was terrible news. I, I want to see USC and Stanford and USC go to Corvallis and, and Pullman and at, in the desert against Arizona state. Yeah. USC. I have zero interest, zero, like absolutely zero. As far as a college football game. Yeah. I think if I had to rate the college football games, all of them at the bottom would be USC, Maryland, USC, Purdue, USC, yeah. Minnesota, USC, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, okay. USC, Ohio state would chart for me, but it's not going to even chart in my top 25. I mean, it's, it's, it's a championship level game a lot of the time. So of course, anytime you get some of the top 10 programs that, in the sport playing isn't that against the point each other. of the playoff or the bowl game. It should be. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But I, I mean, when you, when those games happen, you're going to watch no matter what, but you're right. Something that is a little more attractive would be like a Cal versus UCLA game or Wait, a USC versus I'd Arizona. I'd rather watch that. Some yeah. local or like at least regional like yeah. element to it. Th- these games of just random Stupid. mismatches Terrible. across the country. Uh, West yeah. Virginia is a perfect example when they joined the Big 12. None of those games are appealing. Yeah. All right. West Virginia used to be appealing when they are playing Virginia Tech and Pitt and yeah, Maryland and, and Marshall and East Carolina and stuff in Virginia. It, it just was a Those lot games more might not have had the yeah. national like Penn appeal, State, yeah. but they at least had the regional element going for them. Whereas, it makes me want to watch Yeah, Th- that USC Purdue. I'm sorry. That, will, neither pro- a that national, will not be on in my house, national yes. appeal or regional appeal. It's just a terrible game. Uh, all right, well, let's get to it because USC definitely uh, made some headlines, made some headlines. So Clay Helton's gone. Patty C's boy. Patty C, by the way, locked up the Trojans on the over last year. I gotta <laughs> call him out for that. What was that number? Like eight, eight and a half. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's let's talk about what did happen. The wheels did fall off, but it happened pretty early. Here you go. I'll give you this. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Uh, well, I mean, let, let's talk about what they had done though the previous years. But they I weren't mean, good. Five and one. The the year before, I still don't pass the eye test when you watch them. They didn't pass the eye yeah. test, but they were getting and, wins. Eight and five, five and one, and then they had a five and seven year before that. But then two ten and three. Clay Houghton didn't have a terrible run there. 
Let's it's be impossible honest. to have a terrible run at USC. Okay, well, and what that is sense, the worst run ever at USC? Well, if 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 the basement of USC should be like an eight win uh, season, and that's what they were projected at last year, I don't feel bad for taking the over on eight and a half. You know, I didn't you, see you got four that and eight. Crazy look in your eye. I didn't see four <laughs> and eight, but uh, but yeah, that was bad. I was at that Stanford game. That was Clay Helton's last game. It was one of the the weakest crowds. Stanford kind of had their number lately. Yeah. Uh. Well, look. I mean, he did. He did have a five and seven season and a four and eight season, dude. Yeah. It wasn't good. You it's can't. It. I honestly, I'm not. I I understand how ridiculous some of these comments can be at times. I actually believe you could put me at head coach at USC, and I can uh, I can do better than four and eight. I mean, let's talk about let's talk about the games, okay? Oregon State that was a bad loss, although the, I believe that was closer than the final score. Stanford was just playing bad. Uh, kind of got handled by Utah and Notre Dame. Got handled at Arizona State. Got whooped by UCLA. They sucked. They legitimately <laughs> sucked. Um, damn, what the hell did happen? Was it just like there was just no mojo? Almost lost to Arizona. Yeah. Arizona is a tough game for them. I feel like every year Arizona gives them a, a more than they bargained for. Kind of like a, a similar brand, you know? So, uh in terms of just like western, you know, dry heat football, throw the ball around. I don't know. If if UCLA, they, they typically when you play a team that's of the same brand and you're far more talented, you're just you just win. There's no like uh contrast and styles that could create a problem for you, but I think UCLA's or USC's talent may have just been down and Arizona played up to it. I don't know why, but they are uh, a little closer than they should be. Well, the new offensive coordinator is not Jim Henson. It's Josh Henson, the puppet master, Patty C. <laughs> uh, he's the new OC 65th in scoring all. He inherits an offense that was 65th in, if you want to call it inheriting 65th in scoring offense, 80th in rush offense, 17th in pass offense, 23rd in total offense. Uh, I don't know if you inheriting is the cor- correct term because besides Gary Bryant Jr. at wideout and a couple offensive linemen, they don't bring back anybody. Yeah. So, uh, Caleb Williams is the new quarterback. He comes in from Oklahoma. This team is a this is an NFL team. Like the way they went out and signed teams or yeah. players. Uh, Free agency at its yeah, finest. Travis yeah. Dye comes in. F- you know, at running back, the wide receivers, like I said, Gary Bryant Jr. They also have a slew of other wideouts we'll get to. Their tight end, Jude Wolf, is back, but he's not really because he was just announced the other day he is injured for the at least the first half of the season. Uh, and like I said, three of five back on the O line, led by Cortland Ford at the left tackle spot. Is the offense going to be firing away right away? I mean, do we have to wait for the transfer portal to talk about some of the players they got? I mean, because if we're trying to talk about this offense legitimately, we got to. Let, let me just them. power through this and get to the transfer portal. Then, defensive coordinator is Alex Grinch. He comes over from Oklahoma. He was previously at uh, what Washington State with Mike Leach. Prior to that, 103rd in scoring defense, 88th in rush defense, 89th in pass defense, 89th in total defense. Three starters back. Only three starters back. Two or three on the D line, though, led by All Conference Tuli Tulapululutu, uh, and one linebacker back in Raylan Goforth. Goforth. I Go like forth that and prosper. Uh, uh, they're breaking in a brand new kicker and punter. They're breaking in an entirely brand new secondary. Patty C. There's a lot of pieces that they. Here's what's interesting. They had what? Even though Clay Helton was there, they had uh, the OC, 
was uh what's his name from Texas Tech, the quarterback. I'm drawing a blank right now. The OC. Yeah, he's now at West oh, Virginia. Harrell? Graham Harrell. Yeah. Who was a Mike Leach guy. They stay Leach with Lincoln Riley. They stay Leach with Alex Grinch. His imprints all over USC. You wonder if that works because they, they they don't commit to the run much, and I I think you should when you're USC. This is running back you. You could argue. Well, uh, you're, hold on. You're saying who didn't commit to the run? USC La- last year. Yeah, and and Lincoln Riley's still not like Oklahoma apparently hasn't been a though, run heavy team. Apparently though, they they run a little more than most. Of I the, agree. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe that's having five star running backs at your disposal. Tough not to run them a little bit, but he has that now at USC. I don't know if dies a five star, but he certainly. Very talented, twelve hundred rushing yards. I figure that Lincoln Riley will uh, will run the ball a little bit. Twelve hundred rushing yards, but he doesn't have Oregon's O line. Be interesting to watch. Uh, look, we're gonna get to the transfer portal. We're gonna get to recruiting rankings, the future of USC football. Talk about what Las Vegas expects from the Trojans, uh, and uh, what we expect. We're gonna go game by game on the schedule. Um, so, uh, Patty C, we're gonna get to everything. USC, but first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience, USC Trojans, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for better to make the most informed bets possible. Uh, it also has a bet tracker. Keep track of all your or games you're betting on through sport. I mean, look, I, I'll bet on like the MLB playoffs while a college football game's on while an NFL game's on. And then I'll, you know, Potentially bet on uh, all, all different crazy shit, right? Yeah, Colby's got a problem. There's a game, if there's a badminton game going on in <laughs> fucking, I don't know, Botswana, <laughs> I might, I might, uh, Colby's get, got action on it. Yes. Uh, but check out oddstrader.com slash blue wire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. Uh, we are back talking, uh, USC Trojan football. Uh, Patty C, the transfer portal, such a big thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this up. This is gonna the be. A, this is gonna, gonna take, break up. Okay, the there you go. Yeah. Smart. Uh, incoming. Uh, <laughs> need a shot of whiskey for this. Uh, and the funny part is, this is gonna be the shorter of the segments, I believe. Defensive lineman Solomon Bird coming in from the Wyoming Cowboys. So let's talk about fixing this defense. You get Solomon Bird. Sounds like a jazz musician. All right. Sexy. Uh, then they get. Uh, Tyrone Talani from Kansas State on the defensive line. Then they get Sinjun Astani from San Jose State, defensive lineman Earl Barquette from uh, TCU. That's the defensive line. Linebackers Romello Height comes in from Auburn, Shane Lee comes in from Alabama, Carson Tabarucci is in from Utah and then the four star Eric Gentry from Arizona state. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good teams to be taking players from. I mean, this is absurd, man. How many pac 12 pac 12 players have no fucking heart, dude. <laughs> they all come in from the pac 12 to USC. Come on, man. I mean, a lot of these, okay. Alabama, Auburn, I don't care, but like they got guys from Oregon, 
Colorado, Arizona State, Utah. Where the fuck is your backbone? Top of the Washington order. Top of the food chain. Stanford. It's terrible. It is. Um uh, in the secondary, Jacoby Covington comes in from Washington, where they produce a lot of pros secondary wise. Um safety, Bryson Shaw comes in from Ohio State. Uh, cornerback Latrell McClutchin, who was a big time recruit uh, for Oho- Oklahoma, he transfers over. Makai Blackman, who was one of Colorado's best defensive backs last year, transfers over. Those are the that's so that's the defense. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Offensive line. Bobby Haskins comes in from Virginia. That was the lone one, and that's interesting because the O line was not very good last year. Yeah, man, that's three Virginia guys that they've lost to on the offensive line. Yeah, yeah. To st- starters that are gone. Yikes. Uh, and then the skill positions, just a ton. Wide receiver Jordan Addison, who won the Bolitnikoff Award from Pitt. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Who's that? From a skill uh, standpoint, Antonio Brown. He's yeah. legit. He's freaking awesome. Uh, running back Travis Dye from the Oregon Ducks. Running back Austin Jones from Stanford, who shelled out pretty good in a couple games last year. Wide receiver, five star wide receiver Mario Williams from Oklahoma. Five star quarterback Caleb Williams from Oklahoma. Four star wide receiver Jerry Rice's son, Brendan Rice from Colorado. Wide receiver Terrell Bynum from the Washington Huskies. And that is your team. I mean, that is unbelievable what they brought in. Number one nationally in the transfer portal. Um, I can't root for a team that just lands that many transfers, though. There's yeah. something that there's screams something, pro football yeah, and I hate it. That screams pro football yeah. and there's something that screams LA. Like yeah. LA, when did this happen? I guess it's always been like Kareem Abdul Jabbar back in the sixties going from Milwaukee to LA. People just want to be here, but it doesn't make them likable. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, they lost linebacker Elijah Winston to the Nevada Wolfpack. They lost uh Wait, we're we gonna break this up with an ad read here or after this. Okay. After this. Uh offensive lineman Ty Buchanan to Texas Tech. Running back Brandon Campbell to the Houston Cougars. Defensive lineman uh Manoa Tufano in the portal. Linebacker uh Kalawana Maku- M- Makula uh, <laughs> went to Hawaii. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I know I'm not. Uh Ismail Softser is is uh, Southwest Mississippi Community College. Uh, Brew McCoy, who was a five star, went to Tennessee. Uh, that one hurts. Michael Trigg, who was a four star tight end, who's apparently a stud. Uh, he went to Ole Miss. That one hurts too. Jackson Dart, four star quarterback, went to Ole Miss. That one hurts. Uh, offensive tackle Casey Collier went to Oklahoma State. Uh, wide receiver Joseph Manjack went to uh, Houston. Offensive lineman Damian Lopez hit the portal. Running back Keenan Kristen went to San Diego State. Offensive lineman Liam Douglas went to UCLA. Disgusting. Mm. That is fucking filthy. <laughs> uh, kicker Parker Lewis. Great name. He can't lose, apparently, right. if he's at Ohio State because he transferred to Ohio State. <laughs> Quarterback Keaton Slovis went to Pitt. Four star linebacker Raymond Scott went to Fresno State. Safety Chase Williams went to San Jose State. Wide receiver Chase Locks in the portal. Defensive end Hunter Eccles went to Arizona. Uh, linebacker Hulano Filanico went to the Idaho Vandals. Defensive lineman Jake Lichtenstein went to the Miami Hurricane. Linebacker Danny Lockhart went to Ole Miss. Wide receiver Zach Wilson. I wonder if he fucks 
you know, moms. Uh, he's in the portal. Linebacker Spencer Gilbert is in the portal, and, that, and that's it. Holy shit! Is that it? Is that Holy all? Holy shit, dude! Hey, well, you got me thinking. Between USC and Oklahoma, how many Lincoln Riley, you know, associated players, quarterbacks, are going to be starting in college football this year? That's a good point. You got Spencer Rattler, Tanner Mordecai, Caleb Williams obviously traveled with him. Uh, the kid at the kid at TCU is going to start. Who's uh not not Duggan, the other guy uh, Rand Rudolph or no, what's no, his, I don't remember his name, but uh, uh he is a Oklahoma transfer. Okay. Then you got uh obviously Slovis uh, was at USC. JT Daniels at West Virginia. JT Daniels at West Virginia. Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart Ole Miss. Ole Miss. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, talk about being around a bunch of great quarterbacks. Uh, Did you say Spencer Rattler too? Yeah. We okay. So but they got their guy, Caleb Williams. Um, what do you think? I mean, I, I, probably the best transfer portal incoming class ever. So on that level, you have to call it a win, except uh, I think you got to call it a win was reading that they, uh, they only have like 60 scholar- healthy scholarship players on, uh, on the roster coming out of spring football. Uh, I believe they're allowed to have 85. So what 35 guys going out in, in the portal. Um, that kind of feels like a loss flash NFL, right? Uh, was it? Oh, no, 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 no. I think you're right, but I didn't name 35. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe there's some that just quit. I don't know. Uh, but I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience brought is brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. And we've teamed up with run your pool to host our, uh, our official SGPN NFL survivor contest free to enter and some amazing prizes will be announced soon. Hop in now to reserve your spot. Come on. What are you doing? It's NFL survivor. Those are always fun. Get in over at sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor sports gambling podcast.com slash survivor. We're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. They just passed 4 million users and now they got a brand new over under game, which is a lot of fun. First in any sport, you can choose two or more players. You like pick the st- the stat projection on the over under. And if you pick correctly, you will win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with NFL season right around the corner, sleepers, the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. So right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP. Once again, that is sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN studios in Eagle rock, California, we use IP vanish VPN, which makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. So go to IP slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP slash SGP. Oh man. So all those players coming in, it's like some would argue it's like when dream team was formed, right? NC Nick, who's not with us on this episode, he was pretty adamant that Mo and I think he's got a decent point. A lot of times when you see these super teams formed, they don't necessarily work out. I know yeah. what someone in our chat on the Wednesday night show said that it was last year's LA Rams would be one. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I feel like they had a great coach to to start with, and they were just adding a few more pieces. Yeah, to, like 
they still had to go out and get Cooper Cup and all these other guys. I mean, that, and it was a several year like Aaron Donald's been there for how long? Yeah, uh, long enough. Yeah, Fisher, I think wasn't he there in the Fisher era? Yeah. Uh, either way, I think he's got a point. I think it's going to be must watch TV to see if they can fulfill themselves with this talent. I mean, look, Williams looked great last year. Caleb Williams, I almost said Mario Williams. But at the same time, he still had some moments that made him look like a freshman. Yeah. Uh, will he be able to quickly adapt to that? Even though these receivers are loaded, what do you make of this team? Um, I do think that you know all the reports were, hey, they're 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 having great practices. Who knows what that means? That could be just the, the LA uh, media getting hyped up on them. But um, there is no lack of talent, obviously. How well it's gonna? Uh, I think there might be a little bit of lack of talent on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. that hasn't been given much press. You yeah. know, obviously at the skill positions they're loaded, but um, I do think that football is more than just having individual pieces. I think there is a, an element of chemistry that you know has to happen. A new coach, all new players. You're asking a lot to you know think yeah. this team is. Gonna and I'm work. a Lincoln Riley guy. He was at ECU. I I, I love Lincoln Riley, but uh it's going to be interesting. Talk to me about recruiting rankings in general, Patty C. Well, a little con- uh, confusing information from uh 24 seven sports here. Um, national recruiting ranking has fluctuated obviously massively over the last five cycles, four, 20, 68, eight. And then last year, I can't figure out if they were number six or number 70. <laughs> so um, a little bit confusing uh, getting uh, d- depending on the specific page on the website there. Well, now they're probably adjusting since they joined the big 10. <laughs> right. If I had to guess, and then the Pac-12, they were trying to to give them probably bad right now now adju- bad stars, and then they right. since they joined the Big Ten. Oh, they're now like, they're hey, no- hey, we yeah number yeah, one we just, class. We have a contract with them. <laughs> um, um, all that to say, uh, their composite nationally, which is a little, I guess, a little more reliable over the last four cycles, four, four, ten, and ten. Slight slippage from truly nationally elite level talent, but I think they've replenished that within the conference one, 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 and two. Um, last two transfer classes, number five and number one. So they're able to recruit it. They're able to get it through the transfer portal. There's plenty of talent. Is this like a Texas situation though, where for whatever reason you just can't put it all together? Well, I can tell you this, they put a gigantic target on their back, them and UCLA when they, they, they made the move. And if you look last year in the big 12, Texas and Oklahoma did not represent the big 12 championship. Yeah. That was the first year with them putting a target on their back with them leaving. And that basically addressing to other schools that, Hey, you're going to be poor as shit. Once we leave Yeah, that money that you're used to ain't happening anymore. Right. And by them doing that, I think, I think it's uh my kind of, my, I, th- I think it's dangerous. I think yeah. It's dangerous I do think one. that, you know, when it comes down to like, maybe a conference wants to elevate its best team to, uh, well, they clearly do all the conferences yeah. they've been doing it. USC doesn't play back-to-back road games. Oregon doesn't, but the rest of the, the pac 12 does. Yeah. And, and that, that impacts even the games, you know, Oklahoma's I, played one back-to-back away game in 10 years. It's ridiculous. Texas, yeah. uh, I think is three. Meanwhile, I'm, Kansas does like three every fucking year. Very, very yeah. clearly from a, uh, from a outside of the game standpoint, are they, are, you know, benefiting and, and being given, you know, the best situations, the, the, the blue bloods of each of the respective conferences. But even in the game situation, I think maybe from a refereeing standpoint that, or maybe just the other teams like level of hatred toward them, there isn't the level of hatred when you're in the same conference and you're, you're part of the same crew. But now that they've put the target, they're saying, fuck you, we're leaving. Then yeah, I do think maybe you're right. It's a little harder to get those wins. 
little more edge from yeah, these other l- teams. A little more edge, a little more hate from the fan bases. I think it just helps uh, uh, on all levels. But Patty, see the win. So if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, subscribe to the College Football Experience and the College Basketball Experience. Love what Andy Enfield's doing with the Trojan Basketball Program. You know, we talk college basketball year round on the College Basketball Experience. We talk college football year round over here. Subscribe at YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Uh, were you going to say something? I was going to say. I even feel like, you know, it's just something like even maybe for like the referees, the administration of the league, there's just something in the air that says, okay, before if you know what Washington state doesn't get it, we were at the uh, Washington state USC game a couple years back, bullshit, roughing the passer changes the game in USC's favor. Yeah. You know, now the pac 12 brass top to bottom, the likes of Klyovkov, maybe in those meetings, there's just a different vibe that it's like, Hey, don't give them that break, you know? And that, comes out on the field. Conspiracy. Conspiracy, Conspiracy. theorist here. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, let's hop into the nine and a half. If you're watching on YouTube, you see this sweet graphic shout out to the, the SGPN graphics team. Um, nine and a half is the win total. Patty C uh, the juice is actually laying. Uh, it's minus minus one twenty five to the over minus minus one ten to the under. So Vegas basically saying they think they're going to be 10 and two. They're they're favorites to win the Pac-12, believe it or not, which After I find absolutely season. ridiculous. Yeah, what, what the last few games on their schedule last year, uh, a twenty-nine point loss to UCLA, a loss to BYU at home, both of those at home, and then going up and losing to a pretty average Cal team by ten points. Uh, Arizona State lost by fifteen to four straight losses to end of the season, six losses in seven games to end the season, with the only win against Arizona. What do they think happened in the off season? And, and and look, I get it. They don't play back to back away. We alluded to that them in Oregon. So I, I understand that the schedule's not as daunting for them. They also avoid playing Oregon or Washington. Yeah, yeah uh, which is always good. Let's hop into the schedule though. Week one, Saturday, September third, the Rice Owls. Who? 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 Who are going to get their ass whooped at the Coliseum? Yes, they will. So what to know? Lincoln, what does he drop? Fifty-five, thereabouts. And everyone's just touchdown on the first play of the game. Everyone's hyped. Yeah. Then comes in kind of their kryptonite over the past 10, 12 years. Yeah. Ever since uh, Kavika Pritchard. Yeah. And that what are they forty-point dogs with Jim Harbaugh against Pete Carroll? Uh-huh. Saturday, September tenth, they head to the farm in Palo Alto. Nice seven thirty p.m. Who are you kick. taking here? Um. I'm taking USC, but I, I tread lightly because Stanford's yeah. Stanford's really fucked with them over the past 12 years. Yeah, Stanford has a humongous continuity advantage over USC. Uh, uh, I gotta uh, go Trojans, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and then this one is a sneaky one too. Fresno State comes to the Coliseum, and uh, you could argue the better quarterback will be at Fresno State. Uh, man, Heisman hopeful Jake Hayner and the Bulldogs. Can Jeff Tedford do it? I almost feel like they're going to be two and one at this point. I'll say three and zero oh, just to keep the USC fans happy here. I, I'll say three and zero oh too, but I could totally see Fresno beating them. Uh, they head to Corvallis Saturday, September twenty fourth. This is one of my upset specials of the year. Petty C. Oregon State beats them in Corvallis. I'll say by this point they have lost a game, so three and one. Three and one in September. Then they host the Arizona State Sun Devils. Arizona State's kind of gave them fits lately too. I'm taking USC though. Yeah. Four and one. Then Cameron Ward. Get to know that name because I think I think we might be underselling who that is. Uh comes to town with the Washington State Cougars. Watch out. I'm telling you. If this Ward defense was, is uh, not fixed. 
Incarnate Words quarterback. Yeah. Okay. If this defense is not fixed from last season, where there were what a hundred and something in pass defense. Yeah. He will light them up. Oh, I I can assure you that. This guy, what, what's his deal? Is he a uh, dual threat or has he got a cannon or? I mean, he's got he's mobile, but they don't use him as a runner. Yeah. Um, Mainly just. But man, he can fire the laser all over the field. Okay. Watch out. Uh, I mean, I'll give it to USC. Yeah. So what? What's that? Five and one. They play. Uh, they did work Washington State last year, so that that should be a safe bet. Five and one. Trip to uh, Utah. Rice Eccles. They win on deck. Is this our game of the year for them? This is our game of the year. If you're a USC fan, this is our uh, our official uh, sling game of the year here. Uh, it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at thirty five dollars a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream on any device, record up to fifty hours with DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. Uh yeah, this is the, the most important game, I think, on the schedule. They if they're gonna really do this, but let me tell you, Utah's Utah fucks them up lately. Especially in in uh Rice Eccles. Yeah. They're not winning this. That's a brand that, you know, is may just be too physical for USC. They're not winning this. And too tough. Um yeah, I don't think so. Not a, not a chance. So I got them. Uh, what five and two? Yeah, they get a bye week and then they head to the desert. Patty C, take on Arizona, who seems to, to play them tough. Then see, they gave himself a bye week for Arizona. Now they're like, damn, this team's <laughs> got to show some weeks. respect here. Uh, six and two. Yeah, home to Cal. This is a sneaky game. A little dangerous. Sneaky. Getting game. them at home is huge. Yeah, I'll go to seven or two. Yeah. Uh, Colorado Buffaloes on a Friday night. Eight and two. We might be at that game. We might be. Uh eight and two. Um, so very much in striking distance of a Pac-12 championship berth. Um, with two huge games left on the docket. At UCLA, if you listen to our UCLA preview, I did take UCLA to win that one. So I got them eight and three. I am I'm gonna say this. They I guarantee you, knock on wood, but I pretty much guarantee you they'll lose one of these last two games, maybe both. But I'll say they're one on one in these last. That I'll say the same. They lose at UCLA and they upset Notre Dame. Sure, I'm on board. Yeah. So eight, uh, nine and three. Nine and three. The under plays. Yeah. And actually, like I said, you it's a smarter bet here. Take the under. I'm on the under in USC. I, I that's a favorable schedule, and I still think not a bad first year either. Nine and three, despite yeah. all the hype. You got to be kind of pleased with that. Yeah. Exactly. So. I'm on the under Patty C's on the under folks subscribe to the college football experience. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Like I said, Andy Enfield, USC, we're talking to them all the time. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us that we'd appreciate that. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We're going to enter you in a David Stern like raffle. All right. Where you're basically guaranteed to win. All right. Uh, an SGPN gift card. All right. So do that Boom. at the, uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter. Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow. And uh, yeah, uh, check out all of our podcasts. Like I said, college basketball experience, college baseball experience, USC historically has been a great college baseball team. Uh, lately it's been some issues, but uh, check out the college baseball experience with me and Noah B. Nick sports gambling podcast. Hello. We're on that all the time. I mean, 
that show, we're going through all 32 NFL teams. If you're a Charger fan, if you're a Raider fan, if you're a Rams fan, they're doing all 32 NFL teams. All right. We just had Pat McAfee on the show, Mike Leach on the show. They're going hard. They're going hard. All the these guys. We, we always have great guests over there. So subscribe over there and uh, check out what the NFL gambling podcast, the MLB gambling podcast. Come on, Dodger nation. Even if you're an angel fan, check that out. They do daily shows. They're fantastic. The MLB gambling podcast. Also check out uh, what else? Patty C. What can I say? MLS gambling podcast. We're in Los Angeles. They like that MMA gambling podcast. Yeah, doesn't that uh, what LAFC play right down your uh, US? Yes, right there They're right in the across. neighborhood. Yeah. Dial into the uh, SGPN and hear about your squads. Yeah, subscribe to that. Subscribe to uh, what the soccer gambling podcast. Also, World Cup right around the corner. NHL gambling podcast. I was down there partying when the Kings won the national or the national championship when they won the the NHL championship. The Stanley Cup. As I was there. <laughs> Check it out. NHL Gambling Podcast. I can go on and on and on. NBA Gambling Podcast. Terrell Furman Jr. with the Lakers, the Clippers. Come on. Come on, fans. Get in there. Check out all that stuff. Hop in the Discord channel. It's a lot of fun. Honestly, if you're sweating out bets, where even if you're not even sweating out bets, but if you're sweating out bets, it's even better. But even if you're just a, a sports fan that's bored, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you broke up with your girlfriend Friday night. You don't feel like going out. You're moaning. You're watching. <laughs> You're just watching. Uh, I don't know what gave me uh, the L.A. Galaxy, some shit yeah, like that. LAFC, the, uh, Seattle Sounders. Yeah, get ma- in the Discord. I'm app. telling you, whatever you're betting on, it could be a boxing match. It could be a sumo wrestling matchup going on in in uh, Japan, and I'm sure our Discord channel will have it covered. It's just a it, just think of a house party or a shopping mall house party style of uh, idiots. Yeah. Of, of fun people talking sports at all times. So hop in sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. USC Trojan style. Good luck in the big 10. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terror pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it tonight. Uh, I think tide turning, I just see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. Did I say those words? Begging us, please have a party, feed us drinks, get up!